Rogers, Aubrey Marcus voice. The 11 o'clock hour of Wilde and Tausch begins now and it begins with the star of our program finally joining us. Out of the travel darkness and into the light, it is Mark Tauscher. Tausch, what the heck happened, man? Uh, but you actually kind of hit that pretty good. Um, so we have, I was off tomorrow for a scheduled day off. I've been grinding pretty hard, as you guys know, <laughs> three or four weeks in a row with limited days off. Thank you for your service. So we, yes, you're very welcome. I appreciate you acknowledging that. But uh, so we have a game tomorrow morning and I was getting, you know, I was going to grind today. Kids are going to go to school, everything else. And then last night, you know, you get your thing for your flight check-in. And it says travel uh, advisory. And I really don't care. Like, whatever. All right. You're, you're, at some point in time, you're going to get there. I didn't care if you got there at 6 o'clock or at 9 o'clock tonight. Well, well, you know, we're sitting there talking, and Sarah's like, I don't know. You know, there's storms coming. I think we should change the flight. I said, okay. So, luckily, we did change the flight, but it left at 6.30 this morning. But... didn't mean 6.30. I thought we were supposed to land in Dallas at 8 o'clock or at 8.30. It's a two-hour flight. Uh, That's not how it all played out. So a long story short, but a long morning. But gosh, I am happy to be here with you guys. So a couple of things that happened on the flight that I probably need to discuss with you, too. (laughs) So just to be clear, though, because you have... Max has a game tomorrow morning, so you mm-hmm. couldn't mess around and get stuck somewhere and not make it down there till tomorrow or something. So this was important. So we're we weren't killing well, you for not yeah. joining us. No, no, and you could kill me. That's not going to bother me. It was I wouldn't have minded, but the problem is there's a snowstorm coming to Madison tomorrow. That's the tricky part too. So you look at it, and is it the end of the world? No, yeah. But it's just it's added strain, it's added stress, and you know you know how the big fella old T doesn't really like adding all that stuff into his life. Uh, but here's old T, lives. and I, I have to admit it's good to be down here. Uh, a lot of our other um, teammates they are going to have to scramble tomorrow morning, try to catch a five a.m. flight. We may only have a line and a half, and so Max is going to have to get a little bit of extra sleep tonight, but. That's where we're at. Uh, it's the life of a youth hockey traveling squad. That's just, I guess, how it goes. All right. So uh, other than having to adjust your schedule and miss uh, 66.7% of the program, um, <laughs> what else have you I've actually heard it's morning? been fantastic. I've heard it's been fantastic, though. Wow. Uh, people in nail salons, listen, it's, it's great. It's good. Jesse is always in this. It's crazy because I'll text Jesse like, hey, I, sh- you know, I should be there at 930. He goes, why don't you take till 11? Relax. Get settled in. Anytime old boy get extra airtime, he is all I've never. He never responds quicker than if it's something that I'm going to miss 25 <laughs> minutes. He is chomping to get it. But uh, Jesse, thank you for stepping I, into the breach. I was it's just so-, so happy, Tosh, that we finally talked about that darn Rob Domovsky article that I've been put out in the show sheet for two weeks. And then we got sidetracked because we learned that apparently you don't have to uh, take a driver's ed course anymore. Your parents can just show up and sign something and say you're good. 
which apparently yeah, Riley's parents been, did. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that's uh, that's a COVID special, so that doesn't surprise me. Uh, and I don't know if that's going to go back as we go. But a uh, question I have for you guys: Why on earth, when people are getting off of the airplane? Why do people from behind, like if you're in row 20, let's say, and it's a 40 row deal, why are why is everybody behind you like chomping and crawling up? Stay seated until you're two rows ahead of you to get your bags situated. Why is everybody chomping and like breathing on your necks to get moving? Sit down. Don't get up. It got it was so irritating. It's one thing if you have connecting flights and people are like, sure. hey, if you can let people go. I'm all on board with that. That wasn't the case this morning. And it was just, and I'm sitting there explaining to Eleanor, you don't have to be this way. This isn't how life needs to go. And the people in front of me are like, that's really smart to teach your kid this this early. So I guess my question I had off all this, is that the most annoying uh, thing on it? Or is there something more annoying from an air travel standpoint? Because that really hit me the wrong way. Maybe it's just because I'm stressed out and I was a little bit ornery, but it just really got to me this morning. I'm not, no, I'm not actually... Trust me, I could be a lot worse than what I am right now. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, you're welcome. So here would be my question on that, though, because I do like to stand up. I don't need to push and shove my way to the front of the line, but if I've been sitting for a while, I just want to get up and, like, stand. Are you yeah, okay with fine. that? Yeah, well, what? but if that, you have to be an aisle guy then. You can't be a window guy, right? Right. Well, uh, I can. I'm short enough to do kind of the pseudo stand where you like put your knee on your seat and you stand with one leg, so you're not hitting your head on the top of the thing. But yes, I I, I just want to stretch my legs. I am not in any rush to get in front of people. The other question that factors in though would be, do you have? Did you have to put your bag somewhere else in the overhead bin than directly uh, above you? because you could have some concern about everybody gets up, I can't get to my bag, it's a few rows behind me, a few rows in front of me, whatever it might be, I need to get something out of it. Yeah, that's well, the only other ask. dispensation yeah. I'd give you. No, and I get that, and I think that's a fair concern. You should always put your bag on the opposite side of where you're sitting so you can grab and go. You don't have to turn and twirl. Oh, no. You should grab and go, no, no, no. and it should never be behind you. Obviously... Tight, things can get tight. You don't want to check your bag. I get all that. But always go to the other side. I made the mistake of putting it, because we were rushed this morning, right above us. And, and it took me. I, had to get, I got that new sweet bag that Sarah got me. That I, It's a backpack. And I had to stop and get that. And I had to grab another one. And, and I slowed people down. I was actually mad at myself about it. So I get it. It, the whole thing, it, I'm just glad that the plane landed safely and I'm moving about my life. You, well, I think the most uncomfortable thing, Tausch, when you're on the plane is when you're reaching up to get your bag from that like carry-on department. And you can see your midriff. And, well, you, yeah. I mean, <laughs> heavy-set fellas. Yeah, sometimes the shirt's Lamp riding corp. up a yeah, little we'll bit. We'll get to that. But we'll get to that When later. you got to lean up, like I'm also shorter, so it's not exactly the easiest reach for me sometimes. And you got to like lean up and then you're like leaning over Carol sitting in the other seat. You're like your legs like in Carol's Big personal Linda. space there. Like I hate doing that. You always want to put your bag above where your group is sitting so that if you're reaching, at least you're only invading the privacy of the people that you know closely that are sitting next to you. Disagree. It's just a lot easier. Grab and go. When you have to twirl and stop, that's when you have to collect yourself. You can literally make a sliding swipe 
grab your stuff and move about your life. I don't think, I guess everything's up for debate. I don't necessarily think this should be one of those things that's up for debate, though. I think I'm right on this. Don't you need other people to follow your policy for it to work, though? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely you do. So you got to spread the gospel of opposite side bag storage. Yeah, well, there's a lot of other things that we need to kind of spread the gospel on. And, you know, if this is just one Amen. of them, that's would, so be. Would you take the leadership position of being the first person on the plane and standing in the front row and making sure every person that gets on the plane is on board with the plan? As you, like maybe groups of four come on at a time. Okay, if you all put your bags right across from where you're sitting, we're all going to have a great time getting off of this plane. Would you take that post? No, I'm not going to do that. I just am going to expect other people to do it. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I don't think it's ever going to happen. So I guess this is kind of a pipe dream that I hope happens. I'm not banking on it going to happen, and I'm just going to move on. It Air travel stressful. We all know that. Let's make things as as simple as we possibly can, and I think this would be a good way of moving to do that. All right. Well, we're just glad that you're here to join us. Is there anything else from a travel perspective that we need to know, and should we talk about it coming up? No, I think I think I'm ready to move forward. I actually have <laughs> you missed. Sound, you would exasperate. You, you wouldn't be shocked by this, but I miss Aaron Rodgers' talk. What did I miss? What happened? What happened with Aaron Rodgers over the last 25 hours that I've missed? Anything? Wow. Well, it's great. It's great then that we spent the first two hours of the show not talking about him, so you can get caught up. All right, so Tausch is here. He is back on the airwaves live from his uh, undisclosed hockey tournament location. We will now, you continue. Know what makes me, yeah, you know what makes me a little goofy? I'm seeing a lot of old, stinky, creaky, cracked up windows down here and i just keep thinking man if i could only get gina della down here to texas oh. could you imagine that you don't have to worry I, about they're down here with a cowboy hat on i see with a big old star oh man that would be something i see people firing up saran wrap and lord knows what else down here all throughout the buildings down at the stockyard I, it, money is just flying out these windows. They should be calling Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. The beauty of getting new windows and doors from Pella is that they're able to customize to match your unique home decor. They'll paint them. They'll stain them. They'll leave them bare. Whatever you decide, that looks best. You can get that at 0% financing right now for up to four years. Certain restrictions do apply. That offer ends the end of the month, which is a ways off, but you better get moving. Tausch is with us. Visit PellaWI.com today. Tausch is with us for the remaining 33.3% of the show. We'll enjoy his company some more next. It's Wilde and Tausch. The pool is singing my line. Tonight to the view, yeah, keeping those blinds closed. She said, I want to find somebody by nightfall. Ooh, nah, nah, could it be her, baby? Some breaking news from the NFL. Ooh. From Jeremy Fowler. Incredible. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This may relate to a conversation that we were having earlier when we weren't talking about Aaron Rodgers. 
and we were finally going through Rob Domofsky's story about the other positions. Jeremy Fowler reports the Buccaneers are expected to release tight end Cam Brates in the coming days. Nine seasons in Tampa, 20, 273 career catches, 33 touchdowns. Cam Brate, one of Tom Brady's favorites. Nah, I pass. Uh, Hard pass for me. Well, as we discussed without you, Tausch, and Mark Tauscher joins us from his hockey tournament. Unwieldy and Nelly. That's what it was. And driver's ed. Um, They need tight ends, Tausch. And I know we want to talk about Aaron Rodgers here. I proposed earlier the 12 free zone, that we would have a 12-minute Packers segment every day that we don't talk. We talk about something Packers-related that has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. Love it. What a great idea. It's kind of the opposite of talking about him all the time. Um, But we will talk about him because I know that's what you want to get to. But... They need tight ends, bud. They right now yeah. they have Josiah Deguara. That's it. That's the list. And he's, so, not, he's a fullback. So here's the thing. I, I think we get caught up in this all the time, and especially fantasy footballization and the fandom. I, I always wonder, well, where are you at as a team? What are you how are you built at that position? And then why is that guy available? Why is Cam Braid available? He hasn't been healthy. And has he been overly productive the last couple of years? I don't want just because he had some nice games and, you know, whether it was against Green Bay in the NFC Championship game three years ago, it, stuff happens quick. Life comes at you fast. And I don't want you, unless it's a all-time transcendent guy, like a Gronk or Tony Gonzalez, someone like that, I don't want us just to be sitting there saying, oh, this guy's got a name. I would much rather, especially at that position, this is the time to go young and and take a big shot. I, You know, if it's Dalton Schultz, who is, I think, in his fifth or sixth year, and someone that is you're going to have to pay up for, if you can get a Cam Braid or a veteran player on here on a minimum deal where if they're super productive, they get paid more, I'm okay with that. Okay. I don't want you banking on having – do I have to look back and tell you the conversation and get Jesse to go to the archives when you were all excited about Sam Watkins last year? And I, I feel like he is the Sammy Watkins of where we'd be at tight end. I don't want that for this team. Especially if you're going Jordan Love, I want to see some youth and I want to see some excitement that you can build off of, along with having, if Mercedes Lewis stays or Josiah, some st- steady Eddie. But I don't want us just to keep going through the same process year after year. And then next year at the same time, boy, we could really use a field stretching tight end because it is. How is it the uh, craziness is when you keep doing the same definition thing over of and over insanity? Again? Yeah, definition of insanity. That is what you literally when you said that I thought Sam Watkins. That's what I thought. And I'm saying you got nobody at tight end, much like you had nobody at wide receiver. Sammy Watkins was not a bad pickup if you didn't expect him to be a thousand yard receiver, like I felt were, like they had to expect that you needed him to com- be. Exactly, you're counting on him to be. A two or a three, you bring in Camp Brait. What do you expect? What do you want him to be a special team or fourth tight end? You're not bringing him in if you don't think he's a one or a two. That's just not what you're doing. So that's why I'm not as excited about it. And I, 
I, it, this, it, this is the time of the year where I do like the fact Green Bay looks at things from a perspective of I don't want to give up comp picks. I don't want to pay top dollar for uh, these positions. But at some point, like Goody had to do when he had to restock after the season they fired Mike McCarthy, you have to go out and make you have to go make some moves. And that's why this Aaron Rodgers scenario, they're going to have to rework his deal if he does come back. This is not a team that is just plug and play. You have holes that need to be filled, and you need the cap space to do it. And I don't think Cam Brait throwing – you talk about throwing a Band-Aid on something. That's what that is. And you have a gaping wound. You don't have a small baby cut when you're talking about the tight end position. All right, so Aaron Rodgers, I, I, this is one of the many pieces of the Aaron Rodgers situation that I am uh, exhausted by. He himself has said that he would have to adjust his contract. So this is this is not like a, a debilitating issue that is going to prevent him from coming back, right? We all understand that. I don't know how they're going to rework it. But both sides agree that they have to rework it and change things. And I assume they'll convert this option bonus into something else so it's more cap-friendly or whatever they're going to do. But if Aaron Rodgers isn't back as the Packers' starting quarterback next year, it's not because of his contract. No. No, it will be for a couple of things. The Jordan Love component, the Aaron Rodgers mentality component, it's not going to be about the money. They paid him this. Russ Ball has gotten a lot of love, and deservedly so, for setting up contracts. Everybody acts like these are big shocks. Oh, they moved the Kenny Clark money. Oh, they moved Jair. That's how they structured it. This Correct. was always a part of the plan to be able to alleviate things when they needed to. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers' contract. Now, is it a big old swinger that they got out there? Absolutely. And it's going to be it's not going to be as easy as some of the other scenarios but that's what it took to keep Aaron Rodgers here and if you decide you want to keep him again you have to void things out and you're going to have to continue to put things on the credit card and unlike my old uh i guess financial literacy teacher back in co- in high school you always pay your credit card bill off you don't want to be paying 8% on whatever don't pay the minimums Pay it off. That's not the Russ Ball approach. They're putting the credit, they're slathering it on there. And it's gonna come due. You just keep pushing out because the cap keeps coming up and your credit limit keeps going up, and you just hope that you don't get stung with a monster interest rate. Well, what do I always tell you when I talk Gina Della? Interest rates are going up. That's mm-hmm. the case with the NFL salary cap, too. And that's how they can Green Bay continues to work through it because they are planning, they have a plan in place. They just don't know which plan it's going to be yet. Although, sooner or later, the bill does come due, and they are starting to, not starting to, they have, uh, basically run out of contracts that are built in a way that they can fudge the numbers and move stuff around. Like there's Yeah, outside of Debach, and I think the David right. Bakhtiari, I was expecting that news to come. I do wonder... How is that going to play out? Because if I'm David, I don't take a pay cut. Mm. And I'm guessing Russ Ball is going to want to take that or at least put some of that into in-game bonus where he has to be suited up. That's the thing that Green Bay's done for years. And if he's playing, you get your money. If he's not, you don't. But if I'm Bakhtiari, I'm like, I'm not doing that. 
because I don't know how my knee's going to hold up. Right. And I wonder how that scenario, because I have to admit, you know, you talk about all of the other stuff and they worked it with Kenny Clark and Jair. I did not think David Bob was surprised by Goody on a few fronts this week. The fact that he thought he was pretty much dead set that David Bakhtiari is going to be back surprised me because mm -hmm. that is a big cap number for somebody that is, you know, hopefully he's over the hump. And when he played last year, played really good. But he's getting older. I would be very, I'd be very cautious moving forward as a Packer organization with the injury history that David's had the last couple of years. 29.1 million is his cap number currently. That obviously has to go down for him to stay on the roster. But yeah, it, and Jason, they're not going to extend or give more money to him. I don't think that's they could void it out, you know, put some void years, but they're not going to give him another new deal. I I would be shocked. Maybe I'll be wrong on that, but I think they're more looking they, they want to go year to year and as much performance-based as they can. And if I'm David, I'm not doing that because, as we've proven, if that was the case the last two years, a lot of money would have not went into his bank account that I'm sure he wishes would have. All right, so Max's first game is tomorrow morning? Yes, sir. All right, yep. so that means you've got this afternoon with no real commitments. Does that mean oh. there'll be a course Light or two that'll be enjoyed as you wait for the rest of your team to arrive? Indeed. After the show, we're going to go get some barbecue. We're going to go watch a little live music. And I'm going to crack open a course Light because I need to chill after a long, grueling day at the airport, getting the kids up. They didn't even know where to go. I need to just sit back and chill, and it's always Coors Light in my hand when I need a moment to chill, and you know I'm going to make sure those mountains are baby blue. That's when I know that their cans or bottles are chilled to perfection. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. More airtime for Jesse. Woe Nelly is next. It's Wildy and Tausch. fun without Tausch. We talked a lot of non-Aaron Rodgers Packers as we went through at least the first portion of Rob's story, right? We didn't get to everything that Rob wrote about, so another two weeks we should get to it at some point. Uh, I heard uh, through the grapevine and via some text messages when I landed, a lot of Derek Carr talk again. I thought that we won't nelly Derek Carr yesterday. Good move, Jesse. Going the Derek Carr route when old T wasn't available. Uh, in in fairness, um, I said that you should do the Derek Carr stuff now because Tausch isn't here. <laughs> and he I more the, than happily it, I love the fact that Jesse can't stand Aaron Rodgers but is chomping for Derek Carr to lead his favorite team to play in the NFL. It, uh, that, to me, is just dumbfounding. It was strategically placed where to talk about Derek Carr, so you're not, you're a pro. You're not wrong. No, no doubt about it. Good observation. Speaking of strategically placed, time now for Wonelli.
If the topic is good, the guys discuss. Just the other morning, I had breakfast at Tracy Rocker's house. His mama brought out 15 flapjacks. He said, Mama, take back five of them flapjacks. I gotta stay hungry for the Crimson Tide. But if it's not, the show must go on. It's time for. Whoa, Nelly! On Wildey and Tausch. I think you guys might owe Matt LaFleur an apology. Why? For what? Uh, well, they're working on some special projects, as you know, this week up in Green Bay, which is well, why... They're building a parking ramp? The Packers head doing? coach... Well, they are. Uh, the Packers head coach is not available. They're drawing up a new offense for Jordan Love and DeAndre Hopkins, I hear, Tausch. Um, oh, or Derek Carr and DeAndre. Yeah, that'd be fun, too. And Cameron Brait. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, on an offense. Championship. Book your tickets. Win in the North. Uh, Lions, this is a, a, from Pro Football Talk. Lions coach Dan Campbell isn't a big fan of the workouts that take place at the scouting combine. Campbell said that while he likes coming to the combine so he can meet some of the players in person, he considers the on-field drills to be a meaningless television show. The meetings are great. The meetings are really pivotal. All the other stuff, whatever. Really yeah, I, pivotal. So- so, uh, Jesse, I honestly, I sent you this, and it was to prove the point that what Matt LaFleur is saying is complete garbanzo. And you're trying to say it. Everybody knows the 40 time, all this other stuff. But getting guys to show up and be in the room and learn about them and get an idea what they're all about and to get them to talk ball, that's what these coaches love. And it is, it, it, it's still befuddles me that Matt LaFleur and his staff decided that this wasn't worthwhile. It's four days. You Nobody said you have to go to St. Elmo's and, and eat a bunch of shrimp and chug a bunch of Coors Light, although I'd recommend it. That's not... You go there and you could get these meetings. I, you can't tell me. I don't care what's going on unless there is family issues at home. I don't think there's anything more important that you're doing at 1265 that you couldn't be doing when the entire rest of the league outside of your buddy Sean McVay isn't doing. It just is a total miss by Matt LaFleur. It is. Speaking of misses, though, how about Jesse completely misunderstanding why you sent that and reading it as if we owe LaFleur an apology? I think you owe him an apology still. He owes us an apology. Dan Campbell says how pivotal it is to be in there for those conversations and look guys in the eye. He's he's arguing the exact opposite of what Matt LaFleur Isn't that why Goody's there? Like, you don't need two people there that are looking people in the eye. You'd hate to have a coach just really like a prospect and really vibe when they're going to be putting him in the different personnel well, groupings and things. That would be just terrible. Jesse. If you're Goody and you don't want his input, maybe it would be terrible. Yeah, it, it, and I, I'm not going to start rumors. There just feels like there's more to this story, and that's why I'm glad we have this wonderful Packers beat. The Jason Wildes, the Schneidmans, Local the beat writers. To really dig in and find out what really is going on here? Because there just seems, as Paul Harvey used to always say, oh boy. there's more to the story. You know, that's a great point, Tausch. Everybody else is at the Combine. Jason's in Green Bay right now. Is anyone, like, is there, everyone's eyes are looking one way at what's going uh, on with I, all Jesse, this? Jesse, you just gave me a great idea. 
Jason was told after the season that Matt LaFleur hopefully would sit down with some of the beat guys and teach them about scheme and he all this other stuff. He did promise that, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Text your boy. Hey, I know you're not doing anything because you're not at the combine. The building's empty with personnel people. Now would be a great time for you to go get an athletic piece or a state journal piece on scheme and everything else and go grab a, a brisket sandwich afterwards. Why not? So, do you think, I kind of like this idea, so do you think I should text him and say, hey, I know you're not doing anything since you're not at the combine. You want to grab lunch and see I think, how he responds? I think you should go let me be your special project this week, winky face. That's, that's, just that's creepy. creepy. Oh, that's like really Sorry. creepy. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. but it, it, if there's something there. It just it's something doesn't smell right e- with this whole thing. Everyone doesn't. Everyone's zigging toward Indianapolis. No one's zagging to Green Bay to see what Lafleur's up to this week. What is he doing? I would be fascinated. What this special project that he's spending five days on with his staff instead of being down there looking at. What is going to end up being 20 to 25% of your football team is either in Indy or is going to be an undrafted free agent. Uh, There's something. It just, Jason, am I crazy? No. This doesn't smell right. But it's going to be spun and it's going to be, oh, we got so much done. It's your job, hey, as a conduit to the fans. And you take this, I give you a lot of grief about a lot of stuff. You do take this incredibly seriously. I'm pleading with you. Get us the story. All right, I'll Get look us into what's it. really going on. I'll look into it. I promise. Nah, I don't sense it. No, I will. I will, okay. and I'm totally going to text him and say, hey, since you don't have anything going on, since you didn't go to the combine, you want to go to Mission Barbecue for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. Knock on some doors. Yep, that's the way to do it. Hey, uh, big game for the Badgers tonight. Last chance to bolster the NCAA tournament resume. Badgers are on the bubble, hosting fifth-ranked Purdue. They beat them when they were eighth-ranked on senior night. Or no, it wasn't senior night. It was uh, Big Ten championship night. It was championship they, night. They, they yeah. lost senior night to Nebraska. It's been a free fall ever since. Well, scale of one to ten, Tausch, how excited are you for Wisconsin Purdue tonight at the Kohl Center? Eight o'clock tip. I, I mean, I think in essence, it is a play. It's a tournament play-in game because I think if they beat Purdue, they're in. I don't think they'll need to go, and I think they have one more game this weekend, and then it's the Big Ten tournament. I think if you knock off a Purdue who's going to be a one seed, you're going to get in the tournament with your resume as it is. So it's a play-in game. I'm excited. I think it's always good. I don't think many people think they're going to win. That always makes me, I think, I'm I'm, I'm very happy about that. I, I think this team being hungry, Purdue's kind of already got things kind of clinched up to where they're looking. Uh, it'll be a fun game, and especially, you know, the fact that there's monster storms coming through. I feel fairly confident I'll be watching this game. Uh, Jesse said earlier they're just going to lose by 20. Well, that uh, could happen, too. I'm, I'm not all that interested if that's going to be the... But it still is an interesting... It's still interesting either way. Hey, we obviously are hoping you know, for, what, for it to go one I'm way. A, I, let me put it this way. Since got an early indoor soccer game tonight... I'll be able to watch. I'm looking forward to it. I really would like to see Gardo's crew uh, win this and remove. Leave no doubt that they belong in the tournament. Whoa, Nelly! Tosh, while you were uh, traveling earlier, I did mention that the Badgers in Purdue, not only the big 
one of the big games going on today. Uh, ben Bruss and I are going bowling at 2 p.m. I've heard. 22 pin spread. Who you got, me or Brust? Why did you give that many pins? Because I'm that confident I'm going to beat him. <laughs> Not only that, uh, he said he was I, willing to give him more. The, the number I had in my head was 37. And what he, is the bet that you – so what is the average? You're like a 180 guy, right? That's what you typically bowl? I, I think I'm very confident I can come in cold and bowl to 180, yeah. I, 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 typically with a little – You've done it before. little time in the, in, in, the, in the grinder, I could definitely get over 200 easily. Are you spinning it or are you throwing a straight ball? Uh, I'm not a big cranker. I'm a pretty straight line thrower. I'm I'm not a big cranker. <laughs> well, Brust is a huge crank guy in a lot of ways. He is Johnny Crank. Oh, my God. Uh, I think if you're giving him 37 pins, I think Brust beats you. Well, I'm only giving him 22. Well, I'm taking 37 because that's what you just said, and I'm taking Brust plus the 37. Wow. Yeah. What gives? Jesse. You haven't bowled in forever. You talk about bowling. He just was you in know, a nine-pin tap tournament. That's not bowling. He it knows is bowling. That. That is it bowling. is bowling. And I was really good that day, too. Nine-pin is, is not the same thing. Yeah, Jesse, listen, I'm pulling for you. I want you to win. But 37 pins? What if you're off and you only bowl a 160? Brust ain't bowling a 125. You're not. You're acting like a 180 is an easy thing to do. That's not. I went and bowled a 65 a couple winters That's ago. One of my favorite stories. <laughs> and I'm a world class athlete, and I bowled a 65. Yeah, and you're not a bowler, and that's the same I'd say about Bruss. So I would expect he's going to throw the right. 65 today. All right, I'm just going to say this. Jesse, what are you guys playing for? What is the wage? We don't have anything that we've determined. Get something we're down. Recommendations. I think here's the deal. Here's the deal. No. Whomever, whomever loses, you have to recreate my sitting at the sign about Aaron Rodgers downtown Milwaukee when there's a ton of people, and you have to video it for an hour. Whoever loses the bet does that. Are you on board? I'd be on board. I will. I will run it by Ben, and uh, we'll see what we come up with this afternoon. And and that's with the twenty two pins or the thirty seven. Twenty two is the official spread, not the thirty seven. Twenty two and a half. Yeah, thirty seven is the alternate spread. I'll beat him by both. Uh, Brush just texted me, said he wants to run the board for Wildey and Tausch if he wins. I said no, 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 no. <laughs> this thing, I, that's that's penalizing us. No, 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 no. Not penalizing Ben. So, I like the idea of you guys sitting down and the other person hat can put down whatever they want on one of those sheets of paper. And you have to defend that position uh, as long as you agree and act with that position. That's what I think we need to do. I love this idea. I love everything about it. I want to say, though, for the record, that had you not bowled in that nine-pin tap tournament, which I don't care what your score was, where nine pins are good enough for a strike, the fact that you were on the lanes rolling the ball like you will be today at 2 o'clock, I don't. I'm. I'm. I don't want to be. Are dismissive. you going to Stubby's? Where are we? Where is this at? And an undisclosed location, like okay. you're in right yep. now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I cannot wait. I'm assuming we'll get video, and somebody will be posting this because. Yep. I'm pretty intrigued by this. Two oh one, two forty five, two twenty four. That was three four weeks ago for me. Wow! Call in the fire! Are you calling the fire squad? Because he's heating up. Jesse's hot. Everybody is, and you know who else is? 
the big people that are looking to get a little bit of extra spend in cash, and that is, of course, our friends at LabCorp, has a variety of open trials right now that will fit your schedule. If you're working remote, you can continue to make money at your job while participating in these trials, and you can earn extra cash while advancing medicine. And right now, we have a couple of different studies going. Healthy adults ages 18 to 60 with a BMI of 18 to 32. The study involves one day, one stay of eight nights plus seven follow-up visits, and you can be compensated up to $10,328. Go to labcorpclinicaltrials.com. That's labcorpclinicaltrials.com. Tausch and the Dallas-Fort Worth Fire Department wrap things up with us next. It's Wilde and Tausch. So Tausch did the flight during which you didn't have any Aaron Rodgers news. Was that a welcome respite? Or did you start to get, like, quaky, wanting to get well, more information? Uh, no, I was fine. Uh, it was choppy. And I, I do you like it when the pilot gets on before you take off and said, you're going to have about a half hour, and then the other hour and a half is going to be super choppy? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like it, but I'd rather he give you the heads up I, instead that's of the surprise. Exactly choppy. my point. I I appreciate the fact. And then as we started chopping, he said, "This is kind of what we thought," and all this other stuff. But the flight attendant stopped service like ten minutes into the flight, and I'm like, "Oh boy, this is gonna that's be a real a choppy sign. operation." So uh, we again, anytime you make it safely, I'm always happy. And I appreciated the fact that he said it, but I always like it when it's, hey, we got clear skies, man. going to be a beautiful, beautiful flight. Uh, that was not this morning's flight. So no Aaron Rodgers talk, no. All right, so there is a chance that you will spend started some time watching, with us tomorrow. Yeah, Jason, started watching this thing on Netflix with the PGA Tour. How lucky were they to capture this content with all – it is so good. I'm two episodes in, and I cannot – I'm not – like over praise guy, this good stuff. If you like golf, you're going to absolutely love this. Just in time for them to do more like LIV golf and have no cut events. Tausch will get the vent about that at some point, but not today because we're out of time. Tausch, enjoy your time. Maybe we'll talk to you tomorrow. Maybe we won't. Good luck to Max, and thanks for spending at least part of your show with us. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Jesse, great job. Good luck. Go smoke Brust this afternoon. Aw, thanks. But you're taking Brust in the picks. And the, well, and the 30, pins. 37 pins, a lot of pins, Jesse. Let's be honest about it. Thanks for coming along for the ride with us today. Have a great day. Take care. Be good.